You are listening to sermons from the pulpit of the Bible Baptist Church in Marysville, California. We hope you will be blessed as you listen to another practical message. Pick the wrong place to sit tonight. Uh, you should have sat in the back. Just kidding. Uh, but anyway, this is the, the unit on this side, so we'll try to get that back up and running. And then, you know, of course, uh, when it's warm, it's a little bit easier to go to sleep. Sort of like that preacher that looked down at a guy that was sleeping and uh, in the service, and he told him, "Say, hey, wake that guy up." And the guy that was sitting next to the the guy sleeping looked back at the preacher and said, "You put him to sleep, you wake him up." And so I have a feeling I'm going to put a lot of people to sleep tonight uh, with the heat in here. Uh, but I will talk fast, and you listen fast, and we will get done fast. And so anyway, I don't have a long message tonight, but I think it is appropriate for this season in our ministry. Uh, John chapter 5, or John chapter 1, verse number 1, the Bible says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God, and all things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life. And the life was the light of men. There was a gap between God and man. And Christ came to fill that gap. He came to bridge that gap, that great cavern, that great distance between humanity and deity. And the Lord Jesus Christ came and he was the one that went to the cross and he reached out towards heaven and he reached down towards man and he made a bridge between God and man so there would not be enmity, so that God would not be our judge to where he could be our, our heavenly father. And that, that gap that Christ filled was one that we were the beneficiary of. And still are the beneficiary of that. But this world still needs some gap fillers. He is no longer here. He has fulfilled his purpose. But now there is a gap between God and man. And he wants us to fill that gap. He said, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. But he did say that we would be the light of the world. We were to be that gap filler. And Judges chapter number 17 and verse 6, the Bible says, In those days there was no king in Israel, and every man did that which was right in his own eyes. In Judges 21, 25, it says, And in those days there was no king in Israel, and every man did that which was right in his own eyes. Proverbs 12, 15, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he that hearkeneth unto counsel is wise. Proverbs 21, 2, Every way of man is right in his own uh, eyes, but the Lord pondereth the hearts. There is much emphasis on the way, the path, in the Word of God. A uh, hundred and four times, in the book of Proverbs, we find way, ways, path, paths, and there is a, uh, there's a great emphasis on that. 
But without somebody to show the way, people are going to go the wrong way. There is a great amount of instruction and teaching uh, about teaching and educating and instructing uh, the current generation, uh, but also for that next generation. And there's a great gap between God and man that has to be filled, and we need to help bridge that gap. And tonight, I want to speak to you on the subject, the bridge builders, the bridge builders. And let's pray. Father, I pray that you'd help us tonight. Just give us uh, some direction. I pray that you would encourage us as we endeavor to serve you and follow you. I pray that you would help us to accomplish that plan that you have uh, laid out in your sovereignty and help us to do that which you are uh, you have entrusted us to do. Help us to be the stewards that you would want us to be. And so I pray that you'd help us tonight uh, meet the needs of our people. Just lead us and guide us. For Christ's sake we pray. Amen. So we today has been a busy day. And uh, as we pre prepared for even a busier week uh, of VBS. And we recognize the importance of investing in the next generation. Uh, and... As we endeavor to invest in that, that next generation, what is the purpose? What's the purpose of, of investing in those that are coming behind? What's the, what's the purpose of investing in the children? What is the purpose of investing in those teenagers, those, that next generation? Uh, it is, it is, is it for the children just to have a good time? No. Though we want them to have a good time, and they will. But it's bigger than that. It's bigger than whether or not it is just something that we do because we get our fulfillment out of it. You know, some of our service for the Lord we do because we enjoy it. And that's, that's wonderful. We ought to enjoy our service for the Lord. But me enjoying my service for the Lord is not the purpose. It's bigger than that. And as we look at why we should be a bridge builder, we need to understand the reason for that. And so uh, here tonight, we're going to just look at a few things. We need to make sure that we keep the main thing the main thing. And that, that is the focus uh, of our uh, Vacation Bible School, our uh, children's ministries, youth ministry, whatever we do, uh, the focus is to make sure that we are keeping the main thing, the main thing. And that's for every single one of us, whether uh, we are in that next generation that is being invested in, or we are in the generations who are investing, uh, and, but all of us need to make sure that the main thing stays the main thing. So, so take your Bibles, go to Mark chapter 12, and verse number 29. Mark chapter 12, and verse number 29, we'll read down through verse 31 of Mark 12. The Bible says, And Jesus answered him, The first of all the commandments is, 
Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And the second is like, namely this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. And so when we uh, look at the, the reason for us being bridge builders, uh, it is to, to show our love for the Lord. Uh, why should I invest in the next generation? Uh, because I love the Lord. Why, why should I invest? Why should we uh, invest in other people? It all comes down to uh, honoring the Lord. It comes down to loving Him. And you see, He loved the world so much that He gave His only begotten Son. So, so his purpose and his love for this world and for the people of this world is so great and so sacrificial that he offered his own son. And he wants us to care about the things that he cares about. And so here uh, we need to make sure that we are uh, pointing people to the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, we need to build a bridge that makes it easier for people to come to Christ. Uh, you know, salvation is a gift. It's free. It, it doesn't get any easier. But there are a lot of obstacles. The devil doesn't want anybody saved. Humanism. There is a, there is a worldly philosophy that tells us that we're okay. That we don't need God, but we do. And as we are communicating with people, there are many obstacles, but we need to do what we can uh, to bridge that gap, uh, to help people come to a saving knowledge of Christ. So, uh, so we're going to look at uh, bridging that gap, being a build, uh, bridge builder, but what should we be a bridge builder for? Number one, we should be a bridge builder for salvation. We should be a bridge builder for salvation. We need to be a person that is, that is endeavoring to bring salvation to somebody else. Uh, Brother Jordan just mentioned uh, witnessing to somebody. Uh, we, just this week, I got a chance to witness to one of our contractors, and uh, he ended up leaving uh, the, the company that he was working for, and, and I ended up being able to witness to him, and he didn't get saved, but I got to plant that seed, uh, and he was supposed to come back the next Next day, and I was going to try to. Uh, I knew that was going to be his last day, uh, but he didn't come back. I'm so glad I didn't push it off. I'm so glad I didn't ignore uh, the Spirit of God as as He in, uh, He impresses us uh, to have those conversations and and to tell somebody about the Lord Jesus. You know, you and I, we need to be a bridge builder. We need to be somebody that says, uh, here is a gap between uh, these people and the Lord Jesus, and we need to do what we can to help bring them uh, to the Lord. And so uh, Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. What was it? He was that bridge builder. He was the one that uh, was the, the gap filler. He was the one that met that need. And, and you and I, we just need to bring people to Christ. We need to do what we can to point people to the Lord, uh, because who else is going to do that? Who else? Who else is going to knock on a door? Who else is going to give out a gospel tract? 
I have never seen any ministry outside independent fundamental Baptist churches that have gone soul winning. I'm not saying that there aren't some, but I have I have never I have never seen that. I have I have the only other people that go out door to door is Jehovah's Witnesses and the Mormons. And they don't have the truth. So why do those who have the truth stay home? Why, why are we not taking and trying to be a bridge builder, trying to get the truth? That's why the Lord came. The Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. And so here we know the Lord was the perfect bridge builder between God and man. Uh, but he has left us here for such a time as this. You and I have been given a great commission. He wants us to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He wants us to take the gospel, the truths uh, of the word of God, and teach people how they can know for sure that they're on their way to heaven. And that's, that's the job of the believer. And if there is a bigger job than that, I don't know what it is. If there is a bigger job than, than trying to take people who are on their way to a devil's hell and tell them about a Savior that loves them and died on the cross for them, and freely offered them a gift of salvation. See, it's a wonderful thing. We need to be a bridge builder. Why? To bring people to Christ. For salvation. But not, not only that. We need to be a bridge builder. The salvation not only of the soul, but the salvaging of a life. Aren't you glad that the Lord didn't just save us and just leave us in our, in our condition? I, I'm so glad that when, when I got saved, uh, the Holy Spirit of God moved in. Know you're not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God. You're not your own, for you're bought with a price. Uh, what happened? When you got saved, the Holy Spirit moved in. Your body is the temple of the Spirit of God. And with that, uh, what happens? Uh, there is a salvaged life. He starts taking the broken pieces, and he starts putting things back together. What, what a wonderful thing that we have a Savior that not just saves our soul, he salvages our life just think about where we would be without the lord tonight just think just think if you would have been saved and then you wouldn't have had any teaching where would you be i would still be in the miry clay i would still be in my trespasses and sins what happened the spirit of god moved in though and there was a salvaging of a life. There was that new creation. Uh, he said, what know ye not, uh, that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Uh, he said that, uh, that we are a new creation, a new creature uh, when we get saved. And that's a blessing. So we see that we need to be a bridge builder. We need to be a bridge builder for salvation. We need to be a bridge builder, secondly, for service. For service. Why do we invest in that next generation so they will know how to live? You see, there's an expectation that we will know, we will want to know, we will learn what God wants for us. It's not just 
to get our get out of free, uh, get out of jail free card. It's not just a fire insurance so we don't go to hell. There's an expectation that after we get saved, we're going to serve the Lord. And our service for the Lord is not just so we can try to build a ministry. Our service for the Lord keeps our life from being destroyed. Our service for the Lord is what keeps us on track. There is a lifestyle that the Lord wants us to live. Uh, John 14, 15, he said, if you love me, keep my commandments. You see, there is this expectation. And as we are investing in that next generation, uh, there is a teaching on not only about salvation, but there's also a teaching on how we are to live this life that he has given to us. And in doing so, then we would be following him. We would be serving him. Uh, Jesus said that, uh, that we were to be his disciples. Uh, he, he, asked, he, he would ask the disciples to follow him. Hey, you know what? You and I are to be a follower of Christ. That is, that's just, that's just what we see uh, in the Word of God. Somebody would get saved, and they would follow, and they would serve the Savior. And with our life, that's how it's supposed to be. And we invest in the next generation. Why? Because somebody had to teach you, and somebody's going to have to teach them. And there is a process, and the person who is doing the teaching usually grows more than the person that's doing the learning. And so our investing in that next generation for salvation, that investing, that bridge building uh, for service, it is not just so they get it, it solidifies it in our own life. You know, if I... If I stop serving the Lord, I would still be saved. But my relationship with him would be distanced. He would still love me. I would still be his child. But there would not be that close fellowship. You know, you and I, as we are endeavoring to serve the Lord, as we are bridging, as we are trying to be bridge builders, we are doing that in an effort to take our faith and hand it off to that next generation and doing it in such a way that they want it. I'm so glad that they handed, somebody handed me the faith. You know what? What they gave me was good. And I'm so thankful for it. And you know what we are doing? We are to be handing our faith off to that next generation. And it starts with salvation, but it continues with service. A lady back in the 1800s, she wrote a poem. It was entitled, uh, a Br The Bridge Builder. And this lady's name was Will Allen. What a Will Allen Dromgool. Doesn't sound like a lady's name at all. Uh, but anyway, she wrote 7,500 poems. Uh, she wrote one that was entitled The Bridge Builder. And it went on like this. An old man going a lone highway came at the evening cold and gray. 
to a river and deep and wide, through which was flowing a sullen tide. The old man crossed in the twilight dim, the sullen stream had no fear for him. But he turned when safe on the other side and built a bridge to span the tide. Old man, said a fellow pilgrim near, why you are wasting your strength with building here. Your journey will end with the ending of day. You never again will pass this way. You've crossed the chasm deep and wide. Why build you this bridge at even time? The builder lifted his old gray head, good friend. In the path I have come, he said, there followeth after me today a youth whose feet must pass this way. This chasm that has been not to me, to that fair-haired youth may, be a pit, may a pitfall be. He too must cross in the twilight dim. Good friend, I am building this bridge for him. You know what? We need to be taking the faith that we have, and we need to be bridging that gap, helping bridge that gap for other people, being a bridge builder. Uh, we need to uh, take that next generation. They need to be farther along than we are uh, because of our faith, because of our failures, uh, our weaknesses and our, uh, our shortcomings. That next generation, as we are handing our faith off to them, we should be teaching them in such a way that they are going to bypass all of those failures. They're going to bypass all of those things that caused us to trip and to fall and to be slowed down in our faith. We need to be a bridge builder that's going to help them. Our children and the next generation, they should not be starting at the same point that we start. They should be starting on our shoulders. Uh, we should uh, be endeavoring to help them uh, start without all of the burdens and problems that we have had. You see, it's a great opportunity uh, for those that are coming behind someone that has been saved and uh, and has been faithful to the Lord. Uh, but there is a great responsibility for those who are saved to hand off that faith. Luke 12, 48. For unto whomsoever much is given, of him shall be much required. And to whom men have committed much, of him they will ask the more. What do we find? We find that as we are endeavoring in ministry, to invest in that next generation, we all need to be a bridge builder. We all need to be somebody that's helping someone else cross that chasm. Maybe it's a chasm of salvation. But if they got saved, are we helping bridge that gap to bring them to a place of serving the Savior? You see, we all need to be bridge builders. Father, I pray that you'd help us tonight. Thank you for your goodness to us. And Lord, I pray that you'd help us to uh, take the great responsibility, take that opportunity uh, to be a bridge builder, to help other people uh, cross those chasms that separate us from you. And I pray that you would just meet needs, uh, help each one that's going to be laboring throughout the week. Uh, may our minds be focused on you. Uh, may we do our best to endeavor to uh, just to, uh, invest in that next generation. So help us tonight. Lord, you know the needs of each person. I pray you'd speak to us. For Christ's sake, we pray. Amen. Let's Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed our service. If you would like to hear more, visit our website at bbc4me.org. That's bbc, the number four, me.org. May God bless you.